Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hi, I'm Susie Perry. Welcome to the BT Sport MotoGP podcast from Valencia. Here is how the race and the MotoGP title was won. Last lap time, they're one lap away from the final checkered flag of the year. And here goes Danny Keith. A new world champion and the final checkered flag for one of the most respected Grand Prix journalists of all time. Mr. Julian Ryder, it's been an honour and a pleasure. Enjoy your last lap. Keith, you are far, far too kind. I've enjoyed this year almost like no other. Danny Pedroza's won already. Johan Zarco's never won. This race is not over because the remarkable rookie, satellite tip three Yamaha's Johan Zarco, the Frenchman, is on the tail of the old warrior, Honda's loyal soldier, Danny Pedroza, a man who can put it about a bit himself. And he's pulling away from the Frenchman. The crowd, it's the first time I've heard the crowd properly this afternoon. They are loving it. Danny Pedroza. Well, the hard of thinking keep asking me why he keeps a job. Here's why he keeps a job. Keith, he's backed up Mark Marquez perfectly today. Everything Jorge Lorenzo didn't do today, Danny Pedroza did. This man will quite rightly be world champion. Never mind rookies I've never seen the like of. Only Freddie Spencer and Casey Stoner come near the talent of Mark Marquez for my money. But Danny Pedroza, a true professional, a great man, a wonderful Grand Prix racer, wins the final race of the year for Repsol Honda on Spanish soil. Zarco is second, Marquez is third, and he is world champion again. Coming up, you can hear from Colin Edwards, Neil Hodgson, Gavin Emmett, Keith Ewan, and of course, the legend, Julian Ryder making his final appearance with the team this weekend. Enjoy. Wow, what a day we've had. Oh, can, you, am, can you two just talk for a minute while I just take, get my breath? I, I said to Colin, didn't I? I just said, I'm absolutely exhausted. Hey. That was, what a race. Unbelievable. I mean, the tension. The fact that, obviously, we saw the Ducati riders on the limit. The drama about Wayne Lorenzo letting his teammate pass. We'll try and get to the bottom of that. Yes. And, and, yeah. then, and then the save of... A lifetime. But even, <laughs> even so, with that, even with that whole Ducati thing, I mean, let's get to that. But let's start with Mark Marquez, shall we, and, and Zarco. Yeah, it was uh, here. You saw Marquez. He was just sitting back, sitting back, and then he thought, all right, I might have a, might have a go at this. Got up under there. Good drive. And this is, uh, yes, here we go. This is amazing. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is the only guy in the world. Look at that that can save this crash in that corner. I'm telling on you right now. On a world championship race as well, by the way. Are you kidding me? Oh, maximum pressure late on in the race. Your front tire's destroyed by this point. Normally when a worn tire goes underneath you, you are gone, it's over, it's done. No one can save it on this planet. Well, one person can. <laughs> we just witnessed it. And not only save it, but save it well enough and get back in to get on the podium. Hello. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. Here we go again. And this is, uh, oh, That's it. I mean, 
Are you kidding me? Yeah. And you can see the scrape marks where everybody's crashed there, but unbelievable. Yeah, and to come back and get on the podium. Unbelievable. The, hosp the hospitality that we were watching that in, when they played that replay, the, the one where you can really see and pick it up, everyone stood up and applauded, didn't they? Yeah. And that that yeah. is motorcycle racing like you never see, isn't it? Yeah, well, but uh, like, the, the, people appreciate that because you don't see that. <laughs> the only man that you see doing it, now it's turning into week in, week out, is the man who's now six times world champion, 24 years old. Uh, no, you know, we do see it. We've seen him do it, save the front, Baz, save the front. But it's like first, second gear corners and generally. Not, not normally in a race. Yeah, no, no, yeah, not at 110 you know mile an hour. Yeah, yeah normally when it's, you save it, it's a fluke. Not with him. No, no exactly. Now, uh, the second half of this story is obviously the Ducatis, uh, which is what you were alluding to. Well, not even alluding to, you were shouting about earlier. Um, this is Lorenzo and Dovi. Shall we just have a look at their story then and what was, what was going on there? No idea. Oh, well, obviously. Um, this is what happened. It just shows that, that they were on the limit. This, this is a bogey track for Ducati. We've got these long corners. This bike doesn't turn. It's late in the race. The front tyre's gone. What's happened with Dovi is he's just on the limit. As he's hit the brake, he's probably lost the front an absolute fraction, but he has to release a bit of pressure. At that point then, look at this, you're just going into the corner way too fast. It looks like a rookie mistake. I promise you it's not. It's the fact that he's on the limit. And I tell you the problem is, when you see Jorge Lorenzo's crash, after what Marquez did, you're thinking, why didn't you just pick it up? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, why, 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 why didn't you save it on his knee? Yeah, why yeah. didn't you just pick it up? The big question is during the race was, you know, was Lorenzo holding Dovi up? I mean, obviously the team wanted just to give him a bit of space and, and let him go through. It had been on his pit board for absolutely ages. But what do you think about this just while Livio is coming in? Yeah, well, with, with the regarding the team, yeah, I mean, obviously it's agreed that the strategy is agreed, but they were giving him the message, basically move over. I'm totally confused why he didn't move over. So, I mean, I can't answer that. We will find out, we'll get to the bottom of it. A man who might know more than us is Livio. I know he obviously works with the other team, but it, it's confusing. But it doesn't get any more obvious than that pit board there we saw. It was almost like, uh, will you move over hey, minus one? Mapping down. eight. We know mapping what nine, map, even I know ten. what mapping eight is. <laughs> <laughs> no mapping eight required for Honda. No, no Huge congratulations, Thank Livio, you very much. first of Thank all. You. What uh, an absolutely phenomenal performance, not just by Mark Marquez, but also by the team. We know it's a team sport. There's a lot of people involved in getting this. What a, what a day to have top step of the podium first of and all, a world champion. First of all, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, super happy for Danny as well because it's been an up and down season for him and it's very good to finish with the up. And uh, and then Mark is Mark. You know, he did uh, in his style. Uh, I think he's uh, I'm around since more than 20 years. I've never seen a save like that, honestly. No, we've just been talking about <laughs> Not only the save, and then also off-road uh, yeah. is really unbelievable and uh, you know all all the best also for Dovi because I think he did a super job this season but Mark is uh, as something special really yeah he, he really is and, and you know he's he's looked pretty relaxed and his normal jovial self I'm just going to go out and do my weekend as I normally do what were the conversations you know, uh, you know as always said uh, I think the biggest plus of Mark apart of course from the talent is his character and I know riders with the same character would have won much more than what they have won uh, I really don't have a question. We saw it all unfold. I just want to say congratulations. Awesome. Thank Heck you, of a year. Thank you very much. Uh, and what I want to know is, obviously, with, with testing coming up, can you make this bike better? What, you know, where, where does he go from here? 
Well, in reality, riders are never happy with the bike, as you know. Uh, so, sure, uh, engineers are trying to improve it. Uh, this season, many times, they, they criticize us that the bike is only good for, uh, for marking. In reality, Danny has done nine podiums this year and two wins. So, for sure, the bike... I mean, I mean Danny and Mark are special, but mm -hmm. the bike is, uh, is not bad. Carl complained a lot about the bike, for example, this season. He doesn't has the same feeling he had last year. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's not easy to improve because I think the bike is not that bad, but sure, they would work. Just stay with us for a minute because I'm just hearing that we can speak to Mark Marquez live now because he's with Gavin. So hang on, hang on with us. Yeah, and we want to keep some of the energy because Mark just saying after all that emotion, it's just getting to that moment where it's just dropping a little bit. But Mark, congratulations. You are the world champion in 2017. And that despite 27 crashes throughout the year, almost 28 in the race today. That moment was, was incredible. <laughs> what were you thinking at that moment in time? You know, I promised to you from Thursday that it will be market style since warm up, but then so difficult to control myself on the race. It was, uh, was impossible. I was behind Zarco and I was able to be much faster, but uh, I say, okay, keep calm, keep calm. But then, uh, you know, when I overtook uh, Zarco to try to push because I felt that the, my pace was uh, better, I was a little bit scared. Uh, I was scared that uh, Zarco go in uh, and have some, uh, you know, uh, some contact or something uh, similar. And then I decided to push very hard that lap, but I pushed too hard. I pushed too hard. I lose the front. Uh, and we can say that this left elbow <laughs> gave me the world champion. Uh, and uh, it's nice. It's nice. Uh, now that it's passed, it's nice to, even on the race that you decide the title, have this kind of safers that uh, this year I had uh, many, many times. Is your sixth world championship your fourth in MotoGP? Where was the key? Because it didn't look like an easy start to the season for you. Yeah, of course, it was so difficult. It was, uh, I mean, uh, so stressful year. Uh, in the first part of the, of the week, of the season, I was uh, quite... Uh, you know, it was difficult moments, many up and downs, but uh, especially Montmelo, Mugello, was uh, so difficult to, to get away from, from that, uh, that hole. But, uh, but then, uh, since uh, I get the feeling with the bike, uh, I was pushing. Uh, luckily, we had a really good uh, opponents. Uh, you know, uh, we fight uh, many races, especially with Andrea. Uh, and this make even this championship more uh, exciting. So uh, I want to congratulate uh, Andrea because uh, I learned many things from him, especially mental, uh, mental coach. He he was very 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 focused all the time. And, and yeah, uh, congrats to Ducati, but uh, especially congrats to my team because they did an incredible job. You've celebrated a little bit on that cooldown lap. How are you going to celebrate now? <laughs> of course, now it's time to interviews and uh, speak a lot. Well, that's not celebrating. <laughs> but uh, of course, uh, this night we have a MotoGP ceremony. But uh, after that, big party. Tomorrow morning, you will not find me. I will, <laughs> I will sleep all, all day. I think I'll be avoiding Valencia. Well, if you and the team are out there, it's going to be wild. Mark, congratulations. A brilliant season. Well done. Thank you very much. Bye. I hope we will be able to find him. We've got a big interview with him tomorrow, I do believe, for another show. Uh, Livio, though, just looking at the season that's behind, you know, it didn't start very well for Honda. It's not, it's not been a plain sailing kind of year. He's had great battles on track, but th th you must have been, you know, struggling a bit for the first few races, scratching your head a bit. Yeah, in reality, it's a strange feeling I have because if you look at the result of the first races, we were, okay, in Qatar was difficult, but we start late with some rain, so he cannot use the front tire like. Then the second race, they both were very fast and Carl was on the podium, but they both crashed. Uh, then we went to, the, we, to America, we finished one 
third, then Jarez won two. So in reality, we had some good days, but also some bad days, like Mugello was really, very difficult. And as he said, uh, it was good not to get uh, in panic, and after a race like Mugello, don't try to change everything and try to make uh, a revolution. And step by step, uh, try to keep the positive of the bike, and the engineers have done a great job, and after Barcelona, basically, he was able to fight for the, for the win or for the podium every race, except uh, Silverstone. Hey, yeah. was, was it, did you see a difference in his mentality? Because he said the first part of the season he was 6 out of 10, and then he said now he's 9 out of 10. Did you notice a difference from the beginning to now? Uh, for sure. The, since he started to get the feeling again, he got more relaxed. Before, at the beginning of the season, he was a little bit uh, more nervous, uh, unhappy of the situation and trying to, you know... But this, again, is, uh, is his character. He's so good. He's always trying to see the positive part of the things, and, uh, and this helps him a lot, for sure. Well, they're different characters, Danny and Mark. You, you, you've got two super friendly, very experienced guys in your garage, which obviously helps the team immensely. How happy are you with Danny Pedroza particularly today? Very, very happy because, as I said, for Danny, it's been a difficult season. In one of the best circuits for him, like Misano, Motegi, Sepang, we have been unlucky with the weather. I mean, unlucky with the, it was raining. And this season, in some circumstances with the rain, he was struggling so much with the to put temperature in the tire so it basically destroyed three of the main uh, of the most uh, good race for him most good i think is a very bad english sorry <laughs> we'll take it i'm still not young uh, drunk uh, not but yet, having anyway. said that not yet <laughs> <laughs> but having said that i'm super happy because um, also with the help of city because i i, I must give credit to city has done a great job this year to make to to keep uh, Danny uh, with a good motivation and uh, more uh, positive. Livio, just quickly back to Mark. We get asked all the time off Susie, how, how does he do it? How is he so special? Now, you're his team manager, you spend all the time with him. What's he really like away when the, when the garage door's down, when you're sat in, you know, on your own with him? I'm uh, really interested, like his character he, or what what He what really he likes about. to stay with the team. I, I, I'm, I'm around since more than 20 years. I've never seen a rider that spend all the weekend with his team. Every evening he had the uh, dinner with the, with his team every time he's waiting if they have to work long, longer because uh, sometimes they crash and uh, <laughs> and he's waiting just, for just the, the 27 there just, yeah just sometimes and uh, and all and you know and, and he's waiting for them and, he's, and, and they eat together and, and laugh together and this i think is the, is a secret it, the capability to have this kind of a family around him that keep him uh, in a kind of a bubble, you know? And his feedback, though, is he really technical? Are you, I'm, sorry, Susie. I want to know more about him. <laughs> <laughs> As riders, you always, you always think, don't you, Colin? I wonder if people's feedback's better. Does he come in and give even like the most detailed feedback with his settings? Uh, you know, I'm not a technician, but... Uh, for sure is good because in giving information because as you know the worst things for an engineer is to have a rider that one day go this direction and the day after wake up and goes like this direction the good thing with mark is that he's always very fast doesn't matter with the bike but still can say i prefer this or that and he's constant in his comment and this is very very important what he really wants to know is when he has a sandwich does he cut it in a square or a triangle <laughs> i don't know okay well, you, we'll let you go and find out Livio. super reporting um go and celebrate well deserved Thank, Thank you very Thank much. You very much Congratulations. And I'll just confirm today's race result for you then. Here it is. You know who won? It was Danny Pedroza. A brilliant win for him. Joan Zarco so close for the rookie. Mark Marquez on the podium taking his fourth Premier Class world title. And Alex Rins was fourth. Valentina Rossi fifth today. Andrea Iannone was sixth. Jack Miller seventh. Cal Crutchlow eighth. Michele Pirro ninth. And Tito Rabat made the top ten. So let's go over now and catch up with Danny Pedroza.
Danny, congratulations on that victory today. Um, you love this place, we know you do, but it looked like you had to play a bit of a waiting game, knowing Mark was in front of you and knowing that the race might change at any moment, as it did. Yeah, it was a very, very difficult uh, race from the beginning. I think I did a very good start and I was just uh, behind Mark in the first lap, but in the second lap, uh, Johan passed me and then uh, behind it was very difficult to, to find the, the good grip and I was struggling in the front a lot and uh, I was on the medium rear when they were on the soft. So at the beginning, I, I expect that uh, I was not uh, that fast uh, as them. So I was a little bit uh, dropping, but um, then in the middle of the race, they start to, to fight. I could get uh, more in touch, but I was struggling a lot in the entry with the front and I didn't know really how to manage the situation. But uh, then uh, Mark, I think he had some extra uh, pace uh, maybe for about two or three tenths, but when he tried to push, then he made the, the, the mistake, the, the massive save. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I see. What were you thinking? Well, I couldn't believe, of, of course, but uh, uh, it was amazing to see from behind uh, that save. No? But uh, after that, uh, I could get back to my rhythm and fight more um, with, with Johan, and I could find that at the end my medium tyre was working better and I can uh, find a little bit uh, age grip so this uh, was the key I think uh, try to stay there in the beginning for have that extra at the end uh, but although Johan was very strong into the corner so it was very difficult for me to have the grip in the front and the trust so I tried a few times to pass him but I lost the front and I had to go wide uh, but at the end last lap <laughs> pass was, was good. Let's hear from the rookie of the year, MotoGP this year, Joan Zarco. Joan, congratulations. Another brilliant podium in your rookie season. We thought that win might have been coming. We've heard what went on. I want to know what you were thinking when you saw Mark streaking up the inside and, and making that save. Did you think, oh, here's my chance now? Yeah, I really thought, uh, OK, uh, I felt he was behind and he was controlling so well. I really felt he is faster than me. He can be much faster. And, uh, but he knew that if he passed, if he overtook me, if I don't want to lose the time, I need to overtake immediately after. So that was the mentality race. So when he overtook me this second time and tried to push from the first corner, as he said, it has been a bit too much and almost crashed. And from that point, I said, wow, now it can be my chance. So um, I keep going. I had also some hot moment, almost, I cannot say almost crash like him, but for me it was almost crash. And uh, keeping the pace, I was able to, to feel well the, the bike, try to control also this, uh, this driving from the, the rear tire and waiting that somebody tried to attack me, to attack again. Then he did it on the last lap, just in the first corner and he did it well. And I could not go well into the corner, I've lost a little gap. And from that, when I saw it was Danny, I immediately think I can be stronger than him on the break. But finally, all the time, he was, was, the gap was a bit too big. And when I tried to be very close to him to attack him on the next corner, I've lost the front again. So um, I tried till the end to do it, but the, the gap was a bit too much. Anyway, uh, I can be, we can say shame for the victory, but I don't want to say it because fight for, for the victory is already a pretty nice thing. And uh, first or second for, for today, 
means exactly the same for the race. I was strong, fighting, taking my targets and enjoying with the team. And after this first season, we know you're going to be strong again next year. How do you sum up this rookie season for you and how it's going to prepare you for next season? I summary that uh, I've learned a lot of things and overall, the way I finish the season, I need to keep this level for next year and try to even have a better level of riding because we can see Mark has this high pace that not all riders can, can have. So I will think about it this winter and uh, what I can feel and the way I can be confident on the bike, I want to keep it to start well next year. Wow, Joan Zarco, an incredible character, a, a gymnast, as we know, with his backflips. He plays the piano to a really high standard, and he's not a bad motorcycle racer either. <laughs> Quite good at singing, I believe, as well. Speaks 15 different languages. You want to see him juggle. 15? I mean, 15, yeah. Serious? I might have made a little bit of that up. Yeah, you made I made, it, I made it, everything I said I made up. <laughs> no, I mean, Justin, he is, he is incredible, isn't he? He really um, is. And... Everybody should be aware, next year he's going to come out stronger. There's nothing like finishing a season so strong like he has done as well. I have a question, though. Is he going to be on Vinales' yeah. bike? I mean, that, that is a great question. It sounds like a joke question. Normally, that team receive the bikes from this season. The last thing Johan Zarco wants now is to jump on Valentino Rossi's or Maverick Vignali's motorcycle. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting to find out what happens. I'm going to be poking around these garages yeah. later, Susie. Yeah, no, it'll be really interesting to see what her faith is because he's not going to want that bike in his I, team, is he? I tell you what, I love this sport. You know, you get, you, <laughs> I do too. You know, yeah, Morbidelli is so laid back. Yeah, Zarco, who's, you know, got his little funny thing but going. He, All these guys are so different. They're, they're not, I don't know, I just remember remember years back, everybody used to be just kind of the same, and now, I don't know, a different flavor we of, of different, folks. No, we were cool. Yeah, we were cool, weren't we? Really cool. We were cool. Shall we move on to Moto2? I think it's probably time. Uh, this is the race result for Moto2. Uh, <laughs> it was Miguel Oliveira who got the hat-trick. Uh, three on the Barrett. Superb performance from him. Franco Morbidelli, the world champion, was second. And the second KTM rider, Brad Binder, into third. Francesco Bagnaia was fourth. Alex Marquez, fifth. And then moving down, tenth place went to Dominique A. So let's catch up then with the highlights. Miguel Oliveira, three out of three for the Portuguese. The Moto2 Finale has seen KTM stamp their mark all over the class. Miguel, congratulations. Three victories right at the end of the season. Caps off a year when we thought the KTM was coming into this class. We didn't know what to expect. Now we do next year. And I expect you're already looking forward to 2018. Yes, I am. I am uh, very much looking forward. I, we, couldn't, we couldn't imagine this uh, end of the season, that's for sure. Uh, for all of us, even for Brad, he made quite a good step. Uh, the truth is that we uh, we haven't changed basically anything on the bike, rather than uh, adjusting our setting. So uh, we, we knew at the beginning of the season that the potential was there, but we haven't uh, we 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 didn't have the bike really with a good setup. And now we we find our way to do things and uh, to ride this Moto2. And uh, even myself, I, I think I, I made a big step on my riding and uh, I'm, I'm much more confident and looking forward already to next week when we start to testing for next season.
Moto3 then, the results of that race. Jorge Martin got his maiden victory finally in the last race of the season. Joan Mir second, Marcos Ramirez was third on the podium. Romano Fanati just off today and Kazuki Masaki rounded out the top 10. And I'm very happy to say that Jorge has joined us here. We've spoken to you during the season. You've been injured. It's been an up and down. Well, you've had such consistency though on the podium. But how does it feel to actually win? Well, it feels amazing, you know. It was a really hard year for me. We we worked so hard from the beginning of the year, but I I have I had the injury at the at the half of the season, and yeah, to recover myself was really hard. But then I start to to recover all the feeling, and, and finally I feel really strong now, and I could I could finish on on the top. Excellent news. So the uh, the race itself, obviously, there was some stuff going on behind you with Mir going off the track. Uh, did you feel like you could have won, even if he was with you, or well, would have been more tactical battle? Uh, I I still didn't didn't watch the race, but I was really really focused for for this weekend. Fr from Friday, you can see yes. I was pushing so hard. I was trying to 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 make a lot of laps with used tires for the race, and I think I was ready to win uh, even with him. But yeah, I had the the, the lucky thing that uh, Rodrigo crashed, so so I I got the two seconds gap. So I pushed so hard till it's six seconds, and then I managed. Was that your um, strategy though when you first started? Did you think? I just need to go out and make as much space as I can between. Yeah, you knew for what sure. The, the first plan was to to pull away, but uh, you know, Mir was really really fast also. So if if I, I wasn't alone, he will be with me. So finally, I was alone. It was an easy race, you know, till the till the 12 lap I was pushing, but then I I just managed the the tire for the end. We have to talk about the qualifying lap. Yeah. Remember, it was 39-1, and it, you did 38-4. Unbelievable. How was it? Uh, yeah, you can see. This year, I was really, really, really fast on the whole lap, and I hope to, to continue like this. I, I, can, I can make really good laps with new tires, and this is important. We also need to work like this weekend, uh, the whole 2018 season, to, to finish the race on the top. Yeah, you really did. This is we, important. We can't wait to see you race again next year. It's yeah. been really exciting. Thank you, and thank congratulations you on, thank you. on getting on, on the podium, on, on the top step. And here is how it happened. So Ramirez, is he going to try for a lunge? Is he going to try for a lunge? We're in the final sector. He tried. We're waiting for Jorge Martin to take the chequered flag. Jorge Martin is already there at the chequered flag oh. with a classy, <laughs> massive wheelie. Martin wins his first ever Grand Prix. Joan Mir, the world champion, recovers to take second place. Jorge Martin has come through the pain of that, the long-term pain of that ankle injury, Keith. And he has finally, finally won a race. There is some justice there. And this is how the championship finished. Then Joan Mir wrapping it up some time ago now. An incredible season for him. Didn't quite equal Valentino Rossi's 11 wins in the season, but did get the biggest points haul ever in the lightweight class. Romano Fanati second, Aaron Canet third, Jorge Martin, who we just spoke to, definitely somebody to watch for in the future in fourth place. Then Fabi D'Antonio in fifth, Enea Bastini sixth. John McPhee was seventh, his last ride today for the British talent team. Marcos Ramirez eighth, Andrea Mino ninth, and Philip Ertl was tenth. Now then, I'm sure you've heard us talking today about the final 
for all of the boys on track, but also for one of our boys in the commentary booth. Yes, Julian Ryder has decided to hang up his MotoGP microphone and concentrate on other projects. He, of course, has had an absolutely outstanding career. Uh, we're all very sad to see him go, but we'd like to celebrate his uh, incredible career and the love and warmth that he's given to all of us and the help uh, that he gives us with his statistics too. He's been absolutely glorious. You know, just sending love really from this track and thank you thank you very much Jules and we wish you all the best I know there's some messages to read out so over to you oh dear hi Julian I've heard the news that you won't be here with us next year which is unfortunate because I remember watching racing on the TV and hearing your voice and it was always great to me when I first came at the age of 15 you made me feel very welcome and I never forget the races I watched back Qatar Donington where you was commentating and always uh, supporting me so Hope to see you around again soon and uh, stay out of trouble. Jules, the paddock's not going to be the same without you. I appreciate everything you've done for me. You've always had my back. I wish you all the best for the future. All right, Jules. Well, uh, it's a shame that it's it's coming to an end and that you're, you're leaving us, but uh, I'll always remember the, the good memories. Um, from the very beginning in 2005 in Catalonia, where I sat in your, your pit box, you know, watching the racing, to uh, my 125, you know, victories, Motor 2 and podiums inside the MotoGP. It's been a pleasure to, to have you commentate and hear your, your wisdom words on, on everything and uh, I wish you the very best so uh, good luck thanks for being part of the, the memories and uh, enjoy a little bit of time away from, from this bunch. Sorry to hear that Jules is leaving at the end of the year one of our best British commentators that has ever been um, I've been privileged to be commentated on by Jules for many many years now I've had some uh, some great commentary and some bad commentary in my eyes um, but no no we have a great relationship he's done very very well over the years and uh, I remember listening to him as a kid and uh, I'm sure I'm, he'll be watching for, for many years to come um, and we'll, uh, we'll see what his future life brings. Ciao Julian, sorry to hear that uh, you're leaving. We, we will miss you a lot and uh, are you sure? Are you sure? Yes, okay, die. You enjoy and uh, see you next time. Bye. Well, Julian, obviously we've, you know, we're going to miss you. We've had a chat. We're trying to work out what can we get you something? But I mean, what do you get? Look, you don't get nervous. What can you get the man who's got contacts got the access to everything so we've had a long chat it's, it's not been easy but we got you something i don't know if you'll recognize this but i want something that hopefully you'll remember us all by i hate you so much i can't even begin every time you look at that julian you will hopefully think of losing money to um... i i will that is fantastic and it's autographed by a this is a ducati wing from last year and I lost a hundred euros to Neil Hodgson betting on the fact they he said they'd be on every every race. I said they wouldn't. I lost a hundred euros. And one of the reasons I'm going home to sulk is these two gits. Hey, I can, uh, and that took that took some getting, as you can factory, imagine, out of the factory. factory. That's going in the office. <laughs> that is. Can I say? Well, have I got time? Yes, I don't care if I've got time, but I'm going to say it. Uh, it's been such a pleasure with my old friend Keith, who I've known for decades. But to sit next to you, Neil, as well, and oh, James Toesland and Colin Edwards, to exchange views with world champions like you blokes has been such a privilege. Well, thank you very much. We're going to miss you dearly. So say all of us. Kira is then the reformed boy band with its <laughs> On female tour manager. In 2018 as well. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Mark Marquez.
He is the six-time world champion, four-time Premier Class, Gavin. Special guy. Absolute genius. I just spoke to Joan Zaki. You didn't quite hear it, though. Something he was saying is, I can learn, still learn so much from him. Off track in terms of his lifestyle, how he is, happy-go-lucky. And happy-go-lucky on track as well, isn't he? Just... Well, yeah, we've seen images of what, like I say, normal world-class motorcycle riders can't do, can't get away with, but this is what makes this man so special. Great footage of uh, just the unique ability of Mark Marquez. It blows me away. He's just always on the edge, and I, I, I've never seen a motorcycle racer that when I watch him on TV and sit in the booth with you guys, it's hard to talk, it's hard to say anything. I just want to shut up and, and watch. And there was another then save to add to that collection of all those that we've seen this year, last year, all those kinds of things. Just He just keeps pushing the boundaries every single time and the others are going to have to raise their game. You saw it, said it at the top, Susie. He's crashed 27 times this year. Casey Stoner was winning world championships, the big crasher with seven, yet he still somehow manages to bounce. And then he's left us with this yeah. for the winter. This is incredible. Yes. You know, we had our BT Sports save of the season on this Twitter. Season. This is it, because yeah. this has won the World Championship. A week in too early. That's <laughs> 27 and a half, we can call that. Oh. Yeah, Loris Baz would have won that save, I think, of the season. He did, he did win it on Twitter, right. interestingly. But I think it. that one even takes it, doesn't it? Just because what it means. means. Exactly. Exactly, in a World Championship race. But he, he's just it's fair to say that he's taken riding motorcycling to a completely new level, isn't it? It really has, and it's certainly the lower classes, Moto3, Moto2, they're all looking at him, and, and they're changing the way they train, you know, all this mm. dirt track, you know, riding really loose. He's sort of gone back to, like, in the 70s, when Kenny Roberts and those yeah. guys turned up, they raised the bar with this new radical style, but Marcus has just raised it, obviously. It's what, what great yeah. sportsmen do, don't they? Yeah. They take things to another level, and everyone... The complexion. They, exactly, and that's what he's done. Rossi did it in his time beforehand, yeah. and now Mark's doing it. Why do you think I retired? <laughs> <laughs> you were that. You rolled the dice too many times. Colin, quick highlight for you of the season. Oh, honestly, if I... Uh, an, just, there's so many images that keep flipping through. Jack Miller. Honestly, in Le Mans, that but wasn't a highlight. That was just an image that I have that just lucky we have him still here. It was a I mean, unbelievable yeah, crash. That, my highlight was what we just saw there. Yeah. That first corner to, to for the, the pressure of the World Championship, ridiculous. I find it hard to pick between Austria and Japan, the final corners. Japan because of the yeah. wet, because of the jeopardy. But Austria, for me, it's the hand from Dovi, which yeah. just said, announced Dovi on the scene. I can do this. I can beat Mark. OK, it didn't happen exactly. in the end, but it Stay just back. brought Dovi right to the fore. And for me, as a racer, it was Phillip Island, Australia. I just thought it was one of the greatest races I've ever been, you know, privileged to be an absolute part of. And then watching the guys come back from broken legs after three weeks. It's, it's a sport. Isn't it? yeah. Why yeah. doesn't every single person in the world watch this sport? It's the best. <laughs> Well, that's it from Valencia. Thanks for joining us on this incredible 2017 season. We'll be back in 2018. Enjoy your winter. And before you know it, we'll be back on track at Qatar.